Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the conversation station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. Well, a very good evening from one very cool Indianapolis, Indiana. Chris, before you get started, do you want me to talk a little bit about those changes real quick? Yes, I do. Yeah, you can do that, and then Sean will have more details in a, in a couple of minutes after that. Yep. Well, just very quickly, um, we have teamed up with Fillmore Productions to make the podcast available in one spot. In other words, you will call one number, press the number nine, and you will be able to listen to Sports Lounge Live. Will be one number. What is it? Seven seven three five seven two three zero zero six. It doesn't sound right. Right, me saying this instead of Sean. But anyway, you'll be able to get your podcast there. The other change is the um, fact that you can also leave us leave us a voice message there, and and um, we will answer or answer your inquiries there too by just calling that number the other thing is we're breaking the podcast down into to three podcasts or however we got on the legend in the future so you will be able to subscribe to the sports lounge live instead of having to go through all three different podcasts in order to be able to listen to the sports lounge live anytime you want to and that will happen very shortly we're just working out a few technical details that has to be done but that's all i've got to say chris but then also bill i think we, we want to let people know too that on that fillmore number you can also hear coffee club and all things radio right. as well as sports yeah. launch they're all there i will talk about that at the end of the show we don't have to do the end of the show yeah, yeah definitely i'll okay. all that so anyway, yeah, this and is by the way, we have another touchdown in the Green Bay game. Well, we'll guys. Get, okay, we'll get to we'll get to that. We'll get to okay. that. Okay, so um, but but that's a good a good uh, that'll they'll stay tuned, Robert. That was good. Right. All right, good radio. Right. Okay, well that was uh, Robert Herrick, aka uh, Ringside Robert, and he's the one that doesn't get introduced on the on the uh, billboard that we have from uh, from uh, Mike Loft. But anyway, he didn't, hello, he, didn't pay, is, he didn't pay well enough. He didn't pay. No, no idea. We ought to pay thousands of dollars. It was, still, yeah. it was still boxing back in the day. So he yeah, was that's boxing. correct. We're, we're he hadn't retired from. He, he hadn't hung up his gloves yet. So <laughs> anyway, um, so today this is uh, January twelfth, two thousand twenty. It's show number seventy five, and uh, we of course are going to have our little agenda, which will start with the NFL. In that, we will talk about the three games that are have been played and what's going on in that Packer. Seattle game uh, that's uh, nearing halftime. We will also be talking about the uh, coaching carousel and how and all the it's now stopped. Every, everybody's got their their musical chair and they're all uh, where they are. So we will get all that wrapped up. Um, then we're going to go on to uh, college football. Of course, we have the championship game tomorrow night, and we'll talk about some other college football notes, some more coaching stuff. Then we have baseball. We have um, 
uh, hockey, a couple of uh, firings in hockey, and we have uh, college basketball and pro basketball. So any notes at the end of the show we need to throw in about that, we will do. So anyway, Sean. And, we will also uh, ta- and we'll also talk to you if you wish in that agenda. Yes, That's we right. will. And, and we will talk to you by you downloading your Zoom app or dialing 646-876-9923 and then doing the code 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice when you come in. If you're on your phone, star nine raises your hand. On the computer, alt Y. And on your smartphone, the more key raises your hand to ask a question. You're muted. You're, you know, we'll get to you. We, Perry's good about seeing the hands. Also, do not forget, if you want to hear, if you want to interact with us, if you want to hear sports news throughout the week, go to 712-432-3642. Go to bulletin board number nine, the sports lounge, and bulletin board number 13 is the schedules. You get your TV schedules, your satellite radio schedules, your uh, just your general league schedules over there. So check that all out. Also, now, we do not promote this a whole lot, but... We have people, if you have friends or you know of anybody who maybe they don't have a computer or if your computer's messed up, you're running low on data on your phone, you don't want to waste it, there's an audio now number to listen live to all of the legend programming, 641-631-4618. And, of course, uh, I'll give all the plugs and all the ways to listen to the to listen to this podcast at the end, but remember, yes. We will be up, like I said, 773-572-3006, option 9 is how you do that. And if you want to leave us feedback at any time, this especially those of you, well, you can do it if you're listening live, but especially those of you that are listening on the podcast, 800-693-0595, option 2, or that other number that I just gave you, the Fillmore voicemail number, you can leave feedback there also. But if you want to play the 800 number, that's a good place to do it. And, you know, hey, it's it's exciting. So and I'll tell you more about the stuff, all the other, when I do my in-plugs. But anyway, we had a crazy, crazy, crazy weekend so far in the NFL, and I think it's going to get crazier. Well, so. yesterday started Maybe. out uh, kind of boring, actually. The 27-10, to 10, the 49ers beat the Vikings. The game, in all honesty, was not that close. The 49ers were in no. control of that game from about, what, late in the second quarter, clear to the end. But 27-10 The 49ers marched right down the field, scored right away. Garoppolo hit a touchdown pass. The Vikings came right back and scored, and it was 7-7. But then after that, really, it, it just went from bad to worse for the Vikings. They really couldn't stop uh, the 49ers. And uh, they really couldn't get much going on offense. And it's kind of funny. There was a little wise guy uh, crack on the ESPN because their offensive coordinator uh, got hired by the Cleveland Browns. And we'll get to that when we do the coaching carousel later. But uh, they were saying on ESPN, yeah, they liked that uh, three three uh, plays and a punt. You know, they thought that offense was pretty cool. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> So anyhow, nothing like us wise guys, but 27 to 10. And, you know, that's kind of playoff. We had only had one of those kind of games this year. I mean, uh, sure. last week it was a really close competitive games. And the other two games were so surprising that maybe it wasn't close and competitive in one of them, the Baltimore game. Neither of them actually ended up close, but there was so, so, such surprising turns in those games. But this is uh, the chalk uh, prevailed. And, you know, really you saw that the 49ers are, are really ready to uh, – go after this uh, Super Bowl berth next week when they host the championship game. Yep. Yep. And then uh, after that game was over, we went to the uh, Titans and the Ravens 28-12 Titans 
was the yeah. final score. And I was listening to Mike Keith and uh, and uh, D- Dave McGinnis. Or, yep. And they were saying that it surprised them that even in the first half that John Harbaugh started going for it and things like that. And uh, their thought was, had he not done that, that game probably would have been closer. I think yeah. he thought that he could intimidate them and like, okay, we're going to establish control. We, we're going to, you know, and of course he has a lot of confidence. The team was 14 and two and, you know, Lamar Jackson's a great runner and, you know, Ingram of course was somewhat injured, but he, he'd been a great running back for them. But I think he was just trying to, you know, nip it in the bud kind of as Barney Fife would say, and just say, we're going to take control of this game. The other problem is now you're going to start to see, and I don't know if it started yet, but you're going to start to see Lamar Jackson is 0 two in playoffs. And you're going to start to see, a Peyton Manning kind of drumbeat about this. You know, Peyton yeah. couldn't beat Brady. Peyton couldn't win the big one. Of course, he did win a couple of Super Bowls, but, you know, and didn't win as many as others and yada yada. So even though he's going to be the MVP, because I think that voting already happened, doesn't that at the end of the race? It, it, yeah, it, it did. He, 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 he is the MVP. Yeah, yeah he, 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 and, it's, and it's based on regular season stuff. Correct. Only, and so, he will, yeah. and by a landslide, he should be because he had a great regular season. But you're going to start this. This is going to start to happen like it did to Peyton Manning. He's got to win. He's got to win some playoffs, and he's got to win a Super Bowl fairly play. soon, or it's going to dog him the rest of his career. And there was hmm. one. There was one in particular where it was 14 to six. He could have kicked the field goal, made it 14 to nine, but instead Tennessee marches down, makes it 21 to six. It could have. Yep. Like, that was the one in particular that I remember when. The, and and that's the, the one game. they were talking about, Sean. That's the one that they said. Yes, that's really... the one everybody was talking about. That's right. the yeah. one it was talked about all over. I think we can say Derrick Henry right now is probably the best back in football. He, oh, he absolutely. Yeah. These last two games. Yeah. I think really what has. we have learned, though, over the past two weeks is, and maybe this is what Harbaugh should have realized, you know, with, with trying to intimidate them or whatever. You're not going to intimidate this team. They may have been a no. sixth seed. But this is a good nine and seven team. Absolutely, they're going to give Kansas yeah. City a, a run for their money, and we'll be talking about that. But you yeah. know, it, it, you also, as a Patriots fan, I'm kind of glad this happened. I'm not happy because I had picked Baltimore as my Super Bowl team in the our contest, but I'm happy because you kind of like misery loves company. Hey, we we played a better game against them than the than the Ravens did. You know, it was more yeah. competitive than Patriots. And game. this is the first. It's only the second time that a six seed is made. Uh, a championship. They both been in the AA, you know since they went to six teams. The other one, the Jets, was Pittsburgh. So yeah, uh, yeah, yep, that's that right. And that's when the Jets came in, came in here to Foxborough and did the yep. same thing. The Patriots were the one seed, and they knocked them off and uh, fairly easily that day. So and you, you no, really got to give it to Tennessee. No, and since Tannehill's been in, what is he be? What are they eight and two or something? Tannehill's uh, start or something like that. Something yeah. like that. And, and you know the and, ironic thing is, if Tennessee wins next week. Brian Tannehill gets to go back to Miami and say, hey, Dolphin, yeah. see what you gave up on? That's right. And That's it right. will be the first six seed to make a Super Bowl because the two Giants teams, they were five seeds. Right. When they, right. they were a wild card, but they were five seeds. There's been wild cards make the yeah. Super Bowl over the years, but they're the first since they went to six. They'll be yeah, the, so the Raiders have history. The, the Raiders in 1980 were the very first wild card team to ever win a Super Bowl. I remember that. Well, that was when they yeah. had the one wild card. Yeah. Or no, you got, no, they did have the two wild cards. They had two wild cards. And the Patriots went as right the uh, fifth, as number, the five seed when there were five seats. Right. Uh, you know, when they played yeah. the Bears. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's pretty rare when you see this. And, and by so, the way, then, we will be here next. We will be here next week during the NFC Championship. So just like right. we are this week, yeah. right? And we do, and we do have a halftime score, which we'll get to you in a few minutes here. But let's get you the early game yet. And 
I'm sure Sean is going to be displeased with this, no. but the Texans uh, got out to a 24 to nothing lead with 10:50 to go in the second quarter, and the Chiefs then outscored them 51 to seven the rest of the way and won the game 51 to 31. And boy, it was it was a you know one turn yeah basically you know, one way and then it went totally the next. Yeah, what happened was it started out. Texas jumped up early on. It was fourteen nothing in about two two and a half minutes, and then then they scored. You know, they they held on most of the first quarter, went up, got ten more. Then all of a sudden, and a lot of us people, I mean, fans were even starting to leave. We all turned away. I looked. I I turned away. Next thing I know, it's like twenty four fourteen, and then it's about to be twenty four twenty one. They they scored. Three touchdowns in three minutes and 24 seconds, Kansas City did. And then, then Kansas City just turned it on the whole second half. And, you know, hey, it's. Well, one question that will uh, dog Bill, Bryan, Bill O'Brien a little bit is the fake punt because it was 24 to 7. And what had happened was that the, uh, there was a big kickoff return set up Kansas City to get in and get their first touchdown. And then uh, it was, you know, there was, there was fourth down. Houston had the ball. I forget exactly where they were on the field. But then he said, I've got to reverse this momentum. He, not to kill, uh, you know, not like what uh, Harbaugh was doing, was trying to kill, uh, you know, Tennessee's momentum altogether. He was like, I got to reverse momentum. I get that. But he he did a fake punt and Kansas City uh, ball. Uh, I'm all right. Kansas City, who had had really bad special teams play, 14 of those points were directly resultant. One was a block punt for a touchdown, and one was a a um, a uh, what was the other thing? A fumble on the on the punt. Yes, and and that set up the other touchdown. So 14 of those points came from special teams directly. And so, but then they made a good special. They had made their kickoff return and got it around midfield to set up that first touchdown. Then they made their second good play by sniffing out that fake punt. They must have seen something in the films and uh, were ready for it. And that really, you know, turned the, the momentum all the way to the Chiefs. And after that, there was no there was no stopping the Chiefs. But one of the things we want to do is run down a little bit of a postmortem. We did it for the other teams of the teams. Well, let's, well, let's, let's get to the Chris, well, let's before we do that. Yeah, let's, let's get to the, the other score. Yeah, it is right. halftime, and the Packers are ahead of the Seahawks at the half, twenty-one to three. So, good. Looks Good. like we're going to see a. It looks like we're going to have the Packers and the uh, 49ers. But I guess I shouldn't say that. We could see a turnaround in the second half like we did early. Yeah, yeah we, we could. But what do you guys think well, yeah. before we get uh, talk about the teams that are eliminated? What do you guys think about uh, next week, the first game, which will be Tennessee uh, traveling to Kansas City? I would project Kansas City to win it, but like you, I think the Titans will probably yeah. give them the run for their money. Oh, yeah. Titans, Titans will give them a game. They will give them a game, but I think and, Kansas you know, City will come uh, out on top. And, and, you know, we all picked uh, uh, a couple years ago, we all picked on the AFC South for being a lousy division. And here we got Mike Bravel, a former Patriot coming in here and his first two seasons are both nine and seven uh maybe he's a better coach than what we all thought you know well, he's got a lot of patriots assistants he's got romeo cornell as the defensive coordinator he's got um uh what's his name oh uh uh seeley brian uh, uh brad seeley as his special teams i mean he's got a lot of patriots uh, folks there so yeah. they, they're no stranger to the playoffs that's for sure right and they've got Tannehill going well, and they got Henry going well, and those are the big weapons. And it's really a battle of the barbecues, Kansas City barbecue against Tennessee barbecue. This is pretty, going to be pretty good, I think. Yeah, and, yeah. And, but, but talking about the teams that were eliminated and just a little postmortem on them, Minnesota did what Minnesota does. You know, they get to a certain point. They make the playoffs. Cousins isn't 
Uh, he did finally win a big game. You know, everybody that that's kind of off his back. He's done one thing. Like we say, it's going to start heading for Lamar Jackson now, but um, he's at least won a game. Keep the dogs away for a little while. Uh, Cause I don't know that he'd won a playoff game yet, but he certainly had a great game against he the had, um, Paul Allen and, and his crew were talking towards the end of the game. And they said the problem that the Vikings have to solve this year is the offensive line is, has got to get better. I thought it was a moving company. I heard they were great. No, they're not. They said it's got to get better because they said uh, Cousins had Cousins had no chance to do anything yesterday. So they said, you know, they said it's it's apparent that the Forty Niners are worlds better than the Vikings at this point on the line. Well, that's one thing. If Green Bay goes, and now it's looking like they will, but if Green Bay goes to San Francisco, you know, they can put a lot of pressure on. But Rogers is a scrambler, so you know. Well, well, remember the remember they played a few weeks ago, and San Francisco totally destroyed Green Bay. So they did, and actually, it was funny because on on the on the game today, Wayne Larravee was saying that really. San Francisco doesn't want to see Seattle again. Those games were so close, they would rather get the Packers, which yeah, that's they what they're going to use as bulletin board material. Hey, they wanted you guys. Now go in there and you know kick butt. Uh, then the, for the Ravens, uh, it's really a discipline. This, they have to be. I mean, hey, Patriots fans weren't happy. Saints fans weren't happy. Be right, right with them will be will be the the Ravens. I mean, they were fourteen and two. I'm sure they were all planning to go to the Super Bowl and blah 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 blah. And you know, it's just. You know, they've, they've got the offense, they've got the defense, all the parts are there, and Harbaugh's a good coach. Uh, it's just a question of, uh, you know, experience. putting it together, maybe, a, yeah, experience. And, experience and, and, I think experience, because Lamar Jackson, I think, will end up being that good quarterback. I just yeah. think he's, he doesn't, he's still young, playoff experience is getting to him. You know, uh, Tennessee, new, you know, Mike Grable, like you said, he knows how to do it. He knows what to and, you know, he knew how to stop him. And, yep. you know, I think another thing they're going to have to do, you guys, is Harbaugh is going to have to learn that when you have a chance to put points on the board, put the points on the board. Yes. Yes. Put the points yeah. on because you let you're you're going for it and not going for a field goal led to their touchdown. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah because right. re- remember on that possession when they took over after that, that's when Hen- er- uh, Henry broke off for the sixty-six yard run, and mm-hmm. uh, that 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 basically sealed the deal. So yep. yeah. And, and then the other the other team we and we'll let you lead on this, Sean. What, what's up with Houston? What do they got to do? Well, they get to they this got, point. They win a, well, we win a playoff game, and then they have to either come here or go somewhere. And they just they've had to come here a couple of times. They had to go to Kansas City today. They just can't get over get, get over that hump. Would you agree, Sean, yeah, they, with uh, Mark Vandermeer and Andre Ware? They said they did not feel that in the end today that it was the best thing to go deep into overtime last week. No, no, they, they, I agree. They went, they wore themselves out going into overtime, I think. And they just, you know, I think that's what it was. I mean, Deshaun Watson, like I said, I think experience. I think Deshaun Watson is going to end up being a, I mean, he already is a star, but I think as he gets experience, and who knows, it may take. I mean, Bill O'Brien, I'm not that, I'm still not that impressed with Bill O'Brien. It may take. Someone other than Bill O'Brien to get a hold of Deshaun. You got to listen to Scott Zolak. You'll hear a lot about Bill O'Brien. He and I think he likes the man. I think that's fine. But you, every time yeah. if you listen to a Patriots Houston game, he's always just questioning every decision Bill O'Brien makes. He just doesn't think he's a good game in game. Well, coach. and Bill O'Brien's trying. They have no GM in Houston because no, Bill O'Brien is running the. They have no are GM. They still going, are they still going after that guy from the Patriots? I forget who he, what his name is. Uh, Nick no, no, Casario. Yeah. yeah. 
But I, I don't know I don't if they're going to go after him or not. But right now, Bill O'Brien is doing both jobs until they bring somebody else in there. So right, yes. right. So uh, yeah. So I mean, they're going to be good. They're going to be contenders. And in that division, everybody yeah. next year is going to have a chance to win it. I would think. You know, I don't see. We'll see. Everybody's going to be making changes. You know, with the Colts and the Jaguars too. But they're all fairly close. They're all pretty competitive. So I think it's going to be a good uh, competitive division next year. And so. of course, all, all our <laughs> coaching positions are filled. Yes, yep, okay. So we had Mike McCarthy going to Dallas. What was you guys thought on that? I think that was uh, that's probably a, if Jerry will will stay out of his way, that's a good hire. <laughs> but I think that's the $64,000 question is will Jerry stay out of the way? Well, Mike the most is one of those he he wants to coach, but he wants to stay out. I think he'll stay out of the political part of it and Jerry Jerry was a low I mean they had a little sleepover last Saturday night at Jerry's house you know Mike and Jerry yeah, I've heard about that. That's a, yeah. It's good to start your relationship on a good note. But, yeah. you know, the thing is, of course, he's won a Super Bowl. He's, uh, you know, got a little more um, uh, clout. You know, he, he, he's he's in the group with Parcells and, and Jimmy Johnson where this is a guy you can't just laugh him off and say, oh, it's just Jason Garrett. And he's, know, so he's got a real and coach. He's bringing, and he's bringing, in, he's bringing in former head coaches as assistants. Right. And he's right. doing a bunch of that. Mike Nolan or Mike, you know, I've heard – I mean, yes. Think about Jim Tom Sula. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Okay. And then we have Matt Rule. Matt Rule to Carolina. Now, th- th- now, look. I, I'm not. A, I, you know, I don't follow college football on a regular basis. But I and I understand he was one of the top coaches available. But uh, what scares me about this, and I know Carolina's got a brand new owner. But the price tag, this guy isn't worth the money that uh, he was offered. What, well, seven, he, seven years, $60 million, and he possibly could be 70 plus a was, $17 million buyout? He, was, he, he wanted the Giants, and but he just said, and he called them, and he said, hey, uh, they're ready to offer me this, and do you still want me to get on the plane? What's the deal? The Giants said, we're not going to give you that, because if they hadn't offered him that, he was taking the Giants job. He he was taking that job because and that's because and he used to be a, that's because he used to be an assistant with the Giants. And, yeah, and he's a guy. He's turned programs around. He turned. He made Temple credible. He went to Baylor, and he alone, he alone at Baylor has cleaned up because you don't hear much out of their new president, the Board of Regents, clean about the image at Baylor. He was the one that kind of cleaned up all that stuff. And remember. Baylor is still under NCAA investigation with all this, and not all of the Jane Doe lawsuits have been settled at Baylor. And he went in two years ago, uh, one win, and then made it to the Sugar Bowl. What, and maybe he just figured, you know, with Carolina, he has a little more control. The Maras weren't, I mean, they weren't willing to do what, they, what they're doing. I think he, I, I mean, if anybody can. I won't. I mean, I won't count him out. I won't. I won't yeah. count him out. But if anybody can, because of what he did, I mean, I mean, he did kind of the same thing that Bill O'Brien had to do at Penn State. You know, he right. had to go in and yep. clean up. And mm-hmm. I won't count him out. But and then, of course, speaking of the Giants, that same day, <laughs> Joe Judge was hired, and who was the wide receiver coach for the Patriots most recently. And I guess and there's there's mixed reviews. I guess some people are complaining, you know, he doesn't have that much experience, blah, blah, blah. Other people, uh, Joe, uh, uh, what's their names? Uh, the guys on in the afternoon, Joe, uh, Joe Veningo and, 
I can't Evan, Roberts. Evan Roberts. Evan Roberts. They, yeah. they, they were pretty positive. They thought his uh, press well, conference was very good, and they I thought that. The, I think the fans, Chris, wanted somebody that had a name. Right. And uh, the Giants, I guess, from what you hear, uh, the Giants felt pressured. Um, we said last week, you know, that Mississippi State had an opening, and we'll get to that in a little while. But yeah. we said last week that they had an opening, and the Giants were apparently pressured by Mississippi State that they were going to hire this guy, so the Giants had to jump now. Well, the funny yeah. thing, my friend Rick, who's a diehard Giants fan, the, in the offseason after they drafted Eli's, Eli Manning, started going, Eli's coming, you know, from that song for the Three Dog Night. Well, now he can go, here come the judge, here come the judge. So he's all <laughs> and, and we yeah. we had two two people here on our station, on our local station, The Horn. One of them, the producer of the morning show, the huge Giants fan, when it broke, he was like, oh, no. He was just like, but then... We have another host in the afternoon, Rod Babers, who played for the Longhorns and played for several NFL teams. Like he pointed out, he said he doesn't he doesn't have the name, but he coached several positions. I think a big concern that people had he's never been a coordinator. Even that's that's the thing. But okay. like you know, that's that's a big concern. He has not been a coordinator even. And, and apparently, what put him over the top is uh, John Mara called Bill Belichick and said, what can you tell me about this guy? And apparently Bill gave him such a high uh, recommendation. Uh, Mara said, well, we can't let this guy get away. Yeah, well, you know, and, and uh, by the way, Mike, uh, Mike Rule, we were talking about the money, seven uh, years, uh, 70 Matt, million. Matt Rule. Matt, Matt, Matt Rule. Rule. Seven, seven years, so they're all named Mike or Matt or seven yeah. years, 70 million. And uh, the thing uh, is, 60, of course, it's 60 million, it's seven, million, seven years, 60 million, and centers up to 70 million. Okay. Yeah, he could, yeah. And then the thing is that, you know, Gettleman, Dave Gettleman is firmly entrenched and should be as a, as a GM for, uh, for the Giants. So this is a good fit for a younger coach, a guy who hasn't maybe been a, a coordinator, to work with somebody with a little more experience, whereas Rule might have wanted more control than he was going to get in New York, too. You know, uh, that could be, there. I, I don't know, but what do you think this does to coach his salaries in the future with him getting this big of a contract? Gee, they might almost make as much as some of the players, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. don't, you know, that's the thing. It's important. Coaches are important. And, you know, you've seen programs that are just really falling, falling apart because the coach couldn't handle the locker room and right. they're underpaid. I'm sorry. If you're going to give these yeah. players 15, Correct. 20 million, you got to give the coaches some money too. You know, and then of course we had the final one with Cleveland being. That's right, Kevin Stefanski, uh, the Cleveland again, the offensive coordinator of the uh, mighty Vikings. Well, no, the Vikings looked good the other day. I'm just kidding, yeah, yeah, yesterday. But, but I mean, the they're better. And that's the kind of coach they're going to get. They're not going to yeah. get Josh McDaniels or something. That's to go. the reason that he got this job. Was- to be honest, the reason he got this job is a lot of the high name candidates were turning them down. They wanted nothing yeah. to do with it. Yeah. yeah well, Josh I mean, McDaniels I would, could have gone to I, Dallas or the Giants or, or somewhere. He, no one's going to – this is like he, – he turned down the Colts, and that's actually – and uh, Bill's going to be shocked because who's a better owner is good. Uh, you know, Ursay's a better owner than this guy, So you know, which isn't yeah. saying much. But this guy is not good, so who wants to work for him? You know? I, I mean, I and Eric, 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 Eric Bannon was the Rooney Rule guy, and he yeah. basically even, from what I understand, turned him down. He said, no, I'm not going there. Yeah. So. I think Josh. I think Josh McDaniels has permanently hurt himself because, uh, you know, you don't agree to a I, job. You don't agree to a job, another, and then five I, minutes later, turn it down. Well, so one I of the think things there's too, another plan already set.
set up in New England for Joshua Daniels. Yeah, he may, he may be because what down the road, Belichick may just be the GM. Oh, boy. He, he's yeah. worse GM than he's a coach. He's a wonderful coach. He's a crummy GM. He's his own, own worst enemy with as GM, actually, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, why don't we ever have any wide receivers? Why don't we ever – why do we lose all these free agents? We get him, you know, he's good at picking free agents off of other teams. I will say that. But drafting, uh, we always have problems. But I think this is a, a sign that this keeps things stable for Brady. If Brady is thinking about coming back, you know, and we said anything can happen with Brady. We don't know. But if he's thinking about coming back, that's one uh, link in the chain that's not changing. And he, he and Josh get along well. So that's a good thing if they want to keep Brady. But we don't know what, what, what any of them want, Belichick, no, Kraft, or Brady. So we don't know. And that's pretty much that filled. So now every every coaching position is filled, as we said. said so yep. So who did we who did we lose in the NFL this week? Well, okay. Oh, no, nobody in the NFL. We're going to do our, our football death in the college uh, segment. Because yeah, we had more football way, I in a... college. We didn't lose any NFL people. I guess not. No. Yeah. Well, no. then, so why, we... since hey, we're Chris. done with the NFL. Go ahead, oh, Bill. I was going to say, anytime you want it, I've got that phone call you wanted. Okay, why don't we do this? Why don't we take our break, and then you can tell us who's listening, and we'll hear from him, from the caller, after the who's listening. So let's take our break, and then we'll hear who's listening. Then we'll hear the feedback. Okay. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Well, let's see who in the world might be listening tonight. Wheeling, Illinois, we've been there before. Okay. Who we haven't been to? Boykton, Virginia, I don't believe. I'm not I sure who that know. is, but welcome aboard. Welcome Hello, aboard. Virginia. Yeah. Yes, Virginia, there is a Sports Lounge Live. And Hillsborough, New Jersey, I don't. Okay, welcome to New Jersey. We're going to talk about your hockey team. 
We're going to yeah. talk about your hockey team soon. Well, we don't and we already talked about the Giants, so there you go. Yeah. We don't need to introduce the real 225. He's here. Good evening. Well, hello, right. Pierre. Hey, Pierre. St. Louis, Missouri, we don't know. Jim uh, Leonard or Marlene or Leonard. Yeah. Stockton, California. Go okay. Stockton. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure who that is, but hello, Stockton. Austin, Texas. Hello. Hey, uh, Gary. Gary. Hey, Gary. Clinton Township, Michigan. That's Laura. Laura. Hi, Laura. Forest City, Iowa. Hey, Wayne. Wayne, okay. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. St. Louis. I wonder if that's Diane. No, no, she's way up in the northern part. She's oh, that's right. Okay, all right. And, uh, let's see. Another St. Louis. Kansas okay, well, City. It's whoever, either Jim and Marlene or uh, uh, Leonard, whichever. Yeah. We've never had this one before. Rocky River, Ohio, which is just yeah. west of Cleveland. Okay. And I know oh, that based upon my days working in Well, well we just Cleveland. told you how good your owner is. I hope you don't hate us, but uh, anyway, <laughs> that's the way it is. A Little Rock, Arkansas. Homestead, Pennsylvania. Now, uh, that's we, near Pittsburgh. Um, I yeah. don't know who that would be, but uh, Homestead is near Pittsburgh. Yeah. Warren, Michigan. Okay. Chicago, Hello. Illinois. Yeah. Okay. Houston, Texas. Well, we, well, just, we just talked we talk about the Texans. We just so. talked yeah. about the Texans. We, have, we haven't heard our Germany friends yet, so let's hope no. we get them. We have a yeah. second Houston listener. Okay. Charlotte, North Carolina. We're talking about the, huh. the Panthers. We, we talked about, about the, the Panthers. Panthers. There you we go. Have. We have. Yeah. Well, we had to get to Germany once at least. You know, we had to go. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Welcome right. aboard Hello. to our German Hello listeners. Germany. Let's go to the center of California in Sacramento. Okay, okay. that's the capital, yes. Another yep. German listener. Okay. And I guess that's it for tonight. Now, I do okay, have well, a call. There's a lot of new listeners tonight. Yep. From so now places. Bill yeah. is going to play for us who the uh, caller is and what they want to talk about. You're going yep. down in history, caller, as our uh, first ever voicemail. This yeah. is unscoped, and, well, we'll see. Get okay. your sensor ready. Here we go. Lounge Live. Oh, connector oh, didn't work so good. Listen. <laughs> well, that's right. we didn't have that at all last week, so we had to have a little bit more of it right. this week. Well, that's we right. A, we'll, we'll pass on that caller. It looks like he's done something here with the the thing. But, okay. But anyway, right. it was from Actually, the 847. If, if you get it, Bill, just type to me and we'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll get we'll uh, to it. Yeah. So we did have to... one more NFL note that I almost forgot about, but Bill Cower was named to the Hall of Fame uh, yet yes. last night. Oh, now, yeah. What they're doing, that yeah, they're they're doing this year, what yep. they're doing this year, for 2020, they're going to induct 20 people into the Hall of Fame. And they're going to announce the five regular inductees the night before the Super Bowl. Then they're going to have ten people come into the senior category, and they're going to announce that. They're going to announce that on Wednesday on the NFL Network, by the way. And then three contributors, and then two coaches. They've already announced one coach, Bill Cower. And you know, I, Bill Cower is a good coach. Yep. But a Hall of Famer, I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer just because he was there. Should I mean? Could you make the argument? Does Mike Tomlin need to be in then? Because he was there the same. 
Lane said, I mean, Bill Cowher's a good coach, but is he all – Well, he did win a Super Bowl. Or? I mean, but you can't put every Super Bowl winning – there's certainly Super Bowl winning coaches that aren't in there, but uh, – Yeah, you know, like, uh, I'm a Raiders fan, and uh, this this really upsets me. Tom Flory's won two Super Bowls, and he hasn't even gotten considered. Or if he's gotten considered, he's gotten he hasn't gotten enough votes. I mean, here's your first minority that won a Super Bowl, and he won two of them, and he's not even – you know, mm-hmm. he, he's well, not even being. You know. Since we're still on the NFL, let's update you on the Packers game. It is still twenty-one to three with just under ten minutes to go in the third. Okay, good. All right. Yep. And All tomorrow right. night, yeah. Tomorrow night, we're transitioning to college. Uh, yep. The battle of the two stadiums, the two Death Valleys. Not only the two Tigers, but they both call their stadium Death Valley. So, oh, okay. The Tigers will win. Somebody from Death Valley will win in New yep. Orleans. It's. Finally, I mean, it seems like it's been two like two years since the last. I mean, which I know they they've tried to always say that second they won it that second Monday in January, but last year they moved to the first Monday when they had the semifinals right before the Saturday before New Year's. I don't know why they didn't do it this year. They they had a lot a lot longer time, but it's finally going to be here. Uh, we get to crown our national champion, uh, of course. Joe Burrow, Heisman Trophy winner. He's going to go there. Trevor Lawrence, the young kid, still got one more year after this before he's eligible for the draft. Uh, I think it's a good, people are excited about this. I think number one because they're Alabama's not there. It's at least one different team, and I've noticed the country has kind of really adopted LSU because. They took down the evil, evil Nick Saban, you know, kind of like the evil Belichick. I mean, he's there, you know, their buddies. It's kind of like the same thing. You know, they, they took down the evil Nick Saban. They eliminated him. I've noticed a lot of fans are really behind uh, LSU. And, and, of course, they're all behind that old Joe. They love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if I were projecting to get the game, if I were picking and betting on the game, I would certainly bet LSU. Just just based on the eye test, they're going to give up some points. I understand that. But LSU is going to put up a lot of points. Yeah. And by the way, Green Bay uh, just scored. I'm going 40. I'm, I'm going to go 49 to 38. 49-38 LSU. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. If that's the case, the game should be over about one in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you know, anyway. you know, they're going to have plenty of commercials in this one. And, they yeah. and they're also they've been doing the college football 150, the 150 greatest players of all time. They've unveiled 26 through 150 already. 25 through 11 are going to be unveiled tomorrow during the day, and during the halftime they're unveiling. Well, okay, 12 through 25 are going to be unveiled during the day. 1 through 11 will be at halftime tomorrow, so that's going to take a little bit. Uh, okay, scoring, up, scoring update, oh. it's 28-10 Green Bay. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then um, you, but, yeah, so, I mean, you got you got that, and then we'll have college football closed for the next year. You'll start to see all the all-star games and who's coming out and you know, well, we already know so, we already know some of them because we know uh, Tua Tungavailoa is coming out. We told you that he yeah. was going to decide yeah. on last Monday, and he is coming out. Right. So we we already yeah. know a lot of them, and, but so Perry, why don't you update us on the Mississippi well, this State? Op- hold on, this opened this opened up the Baylor situation for coaching yep. with Matt That's Rule right. leaving, which yep. uh, his offensive coordinator escapes me. It looks like he's the guy that I think. 
they're really, you know, it gives some consistency. They're talking about him coming in and uh, take, you know, taking over that job. But then we also, as Perry will talk to you about, I mean, we have, and, and this could be we entertaining have, yeah. the, the week before Thanksgiving. This could be in some entertaining uh, showdowns with these two coaches. So tell us Definite, about Mississippi State. Definitely. And, and, of course, we know that the Giants hired Joe Judge because that's who Mississippi State wanted. Well, as soon as the Giants did that, uh, John Cohen turned his attention to his candidate, and he got his candidate. Mike Leach is leaving Washington State, and he is going to Starkville. So Sean is correct. I think the Egg Bowl uh, could certainly be an interesting um, thing for the quotable quotes because you're going to have Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss and Mike Leach at Mississippi State. That'll certainly be interesting. The week and before by the way, remember Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin and his assistant coach DJ Durkin, who still got the lawsuit. You know that's the death that is there. correct. And Mike Leach, the pirate. I mean, the guy's just—you never know what he's going to say. <laughs> I mean, what is it? His players and he talked about the players and their fat little girlfriends or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> uh, I can't blame him for wanting to leave Pullman, Washington. From what I hear, that's. Uh, well, uh, not a, well, he's not, not a going to the thriving metropolis here. He's an SEC guy. Yeah. He, he started, he was the offensive coordinator at Kentucky. He started there, and that's that's how he made his, made his mark with and he, the and he lives in And he lives in Key West, so this is closer to home yeah. for him. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, we did have one death in the uh, world of college football, both college and pro football, but mo- most mostly he would be known as, as a college guy. George Perlis, he died at 85 years old. Uh, he was a defensive line coach at Michigan State from 59 through 70. Then he went to the Steelers uh, from 72 through 82, which means he was uh, involved in all four of their Super Bowl wins in the uh, Terry Bradshaw, Franco Harris, whatever you want to call it. Era. Yeah, he was on the Chuck Knoll staff. So That's correct. Go. He was 72 through 77. He was the defensive line coach, 78, the defensive coordinator, and 79 through 82 as the assistant head coach. And probably they were thinking about their grooming him for that job. But then in 83, he got the Michigan State job. And he was a Michigan State coach from 83 through 94. He bet his best record was in 87 when he was 9-2-1. He won uh, uh, over uh, USC in the 88 Rose Bowl. Uh, he was, his record at Michigan State was 73-62-4. And, and he won, he was 3-4 and four in bowl games. And he got, as I say, four rings with the Steelers. And then um, he died of Parkinson's disease. So that is the story on, uh, on our death in, uh, in the football world. And he was a pretty good coach at uh, Michigan State back in the yes. day. And we do have a hand. Jerry, oh. go ahead. Okay, good evening, folks. I want to report uh, a little history. Um, Pitt won on Tuesday night in North Carolina for the first time in Chapelville. Uh, but they unfortunately, they lost today to Miami, 66-58. to 58. Okay. Unfortunately, was, was that game in Miami or at Pitt, uh, 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 Jerry? Was that down in Miami or at Pitt? Down in Miami, yeah. Down in Miami, yeah. Unfortunately, winning in, Chap- in Chapel Hill this year is a little bit easier. Well, matter of fact, I read, yeah. I read, I read some articles. Roy, uh, Roy Williams is not handling all this losing very well because he's not yeah. losing yeah. so many games. Anything, anything else, Jerry? While you're up. 
Nope. Uh, everybody's, of course, excited about Bill Cower here. They said it was a surprise announcement and all that kind of stuff this morning. They did it on halftime. They, they surprised him on halftime the three That's good. in the That's studio. Cool. That was kind of neat, the way they yeah. did it. But. Okay. Well... That's good. Okay, well, we've got some baseball notes, as we usually do. You know, the baseball, like the NFL, there's no real total offseason with these these sports. Everybody wants to know what's going on. So we had some arbitrations uh, settled. Mookie Betts was settled for $27 million for next year. Now, that does not mean that he can't be traded, although we'll talk about that in a minute. But he still could be traded. because It's just whoever picks him up, they know what they have to pay. That's all right. that happened there. And Bryant, for the – what's his first name, Terry? Uh, Chris, Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. How would I forget that name? I'm not supposed to forget that name. Yeah. Anyway, Chris Bryant also was settled in arbitration. Javier Baez. And then – so, uh, what would you? What was your comment on on uh, the Cubs uh, situation there with those uh, with those guys? Well, it still doesn't mean that uh, Bryant cannot be traded. They're still hoping to give Baez an extension. I think what a lot of people are now thinking is that the Cubs have to trade Bryant because, from what you're hearing, he and Scott Boris have already pretty much decided that no matter what, um, Chris Bryant is not going to resign with the Cubs because of this uh, arbitration. You know this time situation the time the, the meaning they have the team would have two years of him he Morris thinks they should have issue, right? yeah service time yeah. issue and uh they've already said that you know pretty much he's not going to resign there so if that's the case the cubs probably do need to figure out um and they'll they'll do that as soon as this arbitration panel but we had it we had back. another signing that could be a landing spot because we now have uh todd frazier leaving the mets and going to texas so for five million for one year, uh, we had that today. That came down. Yeah, and, and remember, uh, you still have Josh Donaldson, who's a free agent, and uh, of course, Colorado's talking about Olin, uh, Nolan Nolan Arenado. And, and of course, uh, what we're hearing there is that apparently the Cardinals are interested in Nolan Arenado, but I don't know if the Car- if the Cardinals have a, a package good enough. So we'll have to wait and yeah. see. On that. I've got another. Yeah. And remember, here. if you if you trade for him, you're going to get him for the next seven years in the contract. No, 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 no not necessarily. He has an opt out in two years. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead, Bill. This is just breaking. Just came off the wire. Alex Wood signed by the Dodgers, so he's returning to the Dodgers. Okay. From the Reds. He signed for $4 million with incentives because, remember, he was injured most of all of last year and he didn't okay. play. So okay. Alex That's good news That's good news for the Dodgers. Dodgers. They need pitching. Yeah. So yeah. he's back to and the And there Dodgers. was a trade uh, between the Cardinals and the Rays. Uh, Jose Martinez and uh, Randy uh, Arozarena yeah, went to Tampa Bay from, from St. Louis and uh, for a fish, pitching prospect. That's interesting. Tampa Bay is picking up players from St. Louis. It's kind of, and the rumor kind of a, on the pitching prospect is that if they can trade for Nolan Arenado, that pitching prospect might be in the, in the deal. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but that's it. So the third basemen are kind of in, up in the air. There's a lot of third basemen floating around that people, you know, again, like we just said, Todd Frazier moving to Texas opens up the Mets. And again, if, if they want to trade, uh, uh, trade, uh, what's his name here? Uh, uh, Baez. I mean, Bryant, Bryant, Bryant. I should say Bryant. Bryant. if they want to trade him, you know, that could be uh, something that could be now that the Mets have a little more money to spend. Well, and as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, all of the National League East is pretty much in need of a third baseman, I think. So, well, the, you know. the Nationals, uh, Mike Rizzo says the Nationals consider that a position of strength now that they have 
Starlin Castro and um, the other guy that they signed a week or two okay. ago. Okay. Okay. And we do, we, have a have hand. A we do have a hand, Chris, oh, okay. just for a second. Yep. Go ahead, Jamal. Hello. Hope you're all doing well. All right. We a, couple things, a couple things I want to talk about. First of all, about these games, I am stunned by what happened in Baltimore. I was not expecting Baltimore to go out like they did. And as for Houston and Kansas City, when it was 24 to nothing, I almost turned the game off. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't. And I'm happy Kansas City won. But I got a strange feeling that Tennessee might be a lot closer than people oh, think, think next think week. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not – I mean – you know, does anything surprise me? No. And just for the record, it looks like Seattle is marching down the field again. Yep. To, to, for another, who knows? Maybe this, this might this be another one-score game this towards game the end. I don't know yet. This game ain't over. over. Yeah. Well, you know the thing. The thing too. I wasn't. I wasn't giving up because I remember. That, and any Houston fan, and I'm sure you thought this, Sean. It was too easy. Yeah. The, the, you remember that game against Buffalo years ago? Oh yeah. The Oilers. And you 35 know, to three. thirty-five to three. This was, uh, by the way, we didn't say this was the fourth biggest comeback in, in postseason history. Was uh, today the twenty-four nothing? So yeah. uh, it's up uh, up there in the echelon too. But yeah, when, so you, when you think about that, the top four. Yes, yeah, they do. Any, anything else, Jamal? While we have you up? Yeah. Yes. My question is this: Now, who? Now, given the uh, the college football hire, you were talking about Mike Leach yeah. in Mississippi State and Kiffin. Who's Washington State going to hire to replace Mike? We don't know. We don't know, we don't know yet. We have, have no idea. Yet. Yeah, have not mm -hmm. heard that yet. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, yeah, and the other thing when you've thought about that is the Chiefs remembered blowing a big lead. Do you remember that game a few five six years ago with the Colts? So the Colts yep. came back on the Chiefs yeah. in Indianapolis. Yeah. So you know the Chiefs weren't. You know they they knew that the comebacks can happen. So. Uh, you know, and the Patriots game last year was similar to that. Remember, the Patriots got out to a fourteen nothing lead, and the Chiefs got it back to overtime. So, you know, it, 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 those games, it, it was really just one of those things. I had a feeling it was not just going to be, uh, you know, the Chiefs are going to go quietly. And Seattle just didn't. scored, guys. Okay, so that, what's yeah. that going to make it if they kick? It, it'll point? make it twenty-eight to seventeen if I'm doing well, my math. So forty-six correct. is the under, so they need to. Everybody needs to stop now. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. Any, any more right. baseball, Chris? Uh, yes, we have a couple of deaths in the world of baseball. Ed Sprague Sr., yeah, he was a pitcher. He was 74 years old. He was uh, with the A's, Oakland A's, from uh, 68 and 69. Cincinnati, 71 to 73, which means he was part of the big, uh, part of the big red machine uh, pitching staff they, the year they lost to Oakland in the uh, World Series, 72. Uh, then uh, he was with the Cardinals in 73. Milwaukee, 73 through 76. Uh, let's see. He, uh, he was a sort of middle reliever and a starter and a closer, a jack of all trades. His uh, pitching record was 17 and 23. He uh, was uh, 188 strikeouts. He had 3.84 ERA and uh, 198 games pitched and, uh, and 23 starts. And his son uh, played for the, and he had nine saves by the way. And his son played and he pitched 408 innings. His son, Ed Sprague uh, Jr., Played third base for Toronto from '91 through '98, 
And then um, I forget where he went after that, but he, he played from 91 through 2001. So uh, he's he was uh, known all the I think he went baseball. to the Cardinals after that, Chris. Yeah, I think oh, you're right. Yeah. I think you're right now that I remember. And then um, the other death is a guy you don't hear much about, but he is analogous to Bernie Carbo, and I'll explain that in a minute. Hal Smith, uh, he was 89 years old. He played with the Orioles from 55 and 56, uh, Kansas City A's, 56 through 59. Pittsburgh Pirates, 60 and 61. That's when he, where he became famous. We'll talk about that again in a minute. Houston uh, Colt, 45, 62 and 63. Cincinnati in 64. And uh, with Pittsburgh in 60, he was a catcher. And uh, then a third and became a third and first baseman later, a sort of utility guy. But the thing about him is he hit a home run in the game. We all talk about uh, October 13th, 1960, when Bill Mazeroski hit the home run that won the World Series uh, over the Yankees. But uh, Hal Smith hit a three-run homer to bring the Pirates in the eight, bottom of the eighth from seven to six behind to nine to seven ahead. Then the Yankees tied it in the top of the ninth, nine to nine, and then Mazeroski hit the first pitch out, and the Pirates won it uh, ten to nine. So Hal Smith, if there wasn't, a, uh, you know, there would like they always say, if it wasn't for Bernie Carbo, there wouldn't have been Carlton Fisk. If it wasn't for Hal Smith, there wouldn't have been Bill Mazeroski either. So there you go, and that was in 10, October. Uh, 13th, 1960, uh, one of the best games ever of all time. Certainly one of the top seventh games. We've had a few now since then, but uh, that's right there. That's for sure. Wild and crazy game. Okay, so I think that's it for baseball. There was an interview, uh, Chris, there was an interview that that was done with uh, John Henry. He did an interview with Dan Shaughnessy, and Mm -hmm. uh, we've been hearing this thing about how they want to reset the tax, and I see we have a hand. We'll get to you in just a second. Um, he said they want to reset their tax within the next year. Okay. So that would imply the chances are remaining that bets could stay and they'll just go for it this year. They can't, they, in order to get rid of uh, David price, which they would like to do, they'll probably have to do it with, with bets. And so, but if they think they could win this year and they've got to do something about a closer, I, they can't go into the season the way they are right now. I don't know what their plan is for that. Maybe if they get off, they, what they were, there was an article today that I read in the globe talking about that bets has them hamstrung by, because they haven't decided what they're going to do. So once they know what they're going to do, then with, if they're going to say, all right, we're going to keep bets and really go for it this year, then, um, then you can go out and make some other moves and, you know, see what you can do. But, uh, and for so those right who now, don't know, Chris, the tax, to go over the luxury tax, that your payroll cannot exceed two hundred and eight million. Then, if you get to a certain point, and I don't know what that point is, it go, the tax goes up even higher. Yeah, but uh, the t- they are on, they're on the verge of going over that second tax. And the, right. and the threshold changes every single year, so it's not the same every year. Mm-hmm. But we do indeed have a hand. I am going to guess that this is going to be Pam, but it's the 816 area code. Is Am yep. I correct? This is she. This is All right, Pam. Pam. Uh, Hello. All right. A um, couple of things. Uh, on the baseball side of it, I understand that it has been mandated by the league that all of the teams are now to to uh, put put their netting up. I'm wondering what, what your thoughts are about that. That's probably and, a good deal because as, as, that's a good that's deal, Pam, a good because thing. remember the little girl that got hit yeah. 
at uh, oh. Minute Maid Park in Houston last year. Yep. Apparently, she now yep. has a condition to where she's going to, for the rest of her life, she could possibly have seizures. And I mean, uh, you can only imagine. Japan, you can only imagine what that's doing to Albert Almora because that was all. Hold on, Sean. That was already irritating him. So you can only imagine that it's even worse. Go ahead, Pam. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't doubt it. Um, Japanese Central League has already had this for years. So yeah. yeah. And I have a prediction. Okay. Uh oh. Go ahead. It's gonna be uh, my Chiefs are gonna get beat next week. Really? Yeah. Why do you say? Why do you say that? Because Tennessee gave <laughs> when Tennessee came in came in here, they <laughs> they showed the Chiefs that they weren't anything to, to reckon Yes, they with. had a very good game early in the season. And, Actually, and, that game was in yeah. Tennessee. It was 35 was Tennessee. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. and and I I I just cannot sit here and believe that the that the Chiefs are gonna are, are gonna beat them. It's but you be, know the Chiefs may also look at it the at the other way too. Hey, we got beat by them earlier this year, so they're not gonna catch us off guard again. Right. I mean, look what they did. I mean, Houston. Houston gave Kansas City. You know, look what Houston and look oh, what happened yeah. today. Yeah, the, yeah. Texans beat them. Yeah, but we had injuries back when when Houston was in here. Right. So, yeah. At the but, same uh, time, though, I I think it's going to be t- I I think it's going to be Tennessee and San Francisco. Okay. Oh, it's going right. to be yeah. All right. It'll be interesting. Okay. So, uh, Robert, we have some hockey notes, don't we? Uh yeah, we have a couple. Uh, first of all, we have our sixth coach that bit the dust, and I honestly don't think that this guy deserved to get fired. He's a very good coach, but. Uh, uh, a lot of hockey teams are not playing up to their ability this year, and that's why you see so many firings. This is Peter Le- LaViolette, right? I think uh, that's how P- you pronounce it. Uh, Peter, Peter LaViolette. Yeah, Peter LaViolette. That's what I said, Peter yeah. LaViolette. Yeah. Uh, or LaViolette, uh, or I'm not sure. I've never been sure how to pronounce his name. He was actually no, I never have and ended up with the Islanders. But anyway, he's, he's, a, he's an experienced coach, and he got fired, and John Hines came in. Yeah, the, coach, former, uh, the former Devils coach. So Correct, and, and <laughs> lost the first game 6-2 to the Bruins, but whatever. Yeah. You know. And then the ne- and then in the next game they beat Chicago five to two with Pecorine becoming the twelfth goalie in NHL history scoring a goal. So, That's right. That's cool. So okay. Uh, um, yeah. And then today the New Jersey Devils. Speaking of them, they uh, decided. Well, our the GM got rid of the coach. Now we're going to get rid of you. So Ray Shiro is out as general manager of the Devils, and they brought in a guy by uh, by the name of Tom Fitzgerald, and I don't know anything about him. And he's going know. to be the he's going to be the interim GM for the rest of the regular season. So we'll see what happens. Okay, and uh, what? Uh, any other uh, hockey that we need to touch on, uh, Robert? Um, uh, well, uh, I think the all-star rosters are set for those that really care about the all-star game, but yeah. I personally don't. You know, the, the all-star week, game because we're only going to have two games next week, and one of them won't even be over. So I think next week we're going to start our hockey and basketball standings. Right. Uh, I think this would be a good time to do it now that we're uh, if, if if we have access to those, uh, well, I, I will get them. I will get them from say There's yeah. ways. There's ways to get them. I can yeah, get them. The Globe puts them in. The Globe is putting them in, and yeah. they're pretty good. And also, uh, but I don't trust them because the late games may not be there. But Miss right. A, I can get them from Miss A. I'll work. I, right. I can write them up. 
And speaking of the Globe, for those who like to read newspapers, if you want to read a good sports page, that's one of the best in the country. I highly, I don't care. Robert gets another ten bucks every week. He says this, and he's right. But I'm just saying he's getting another ten bucks for that. No, I I don't care where you live in the country. (laughs) If you want a top-notch sports page, yes, they're going to talk Boston stuff, but they really show you how a a newspaper should cover their teams. So, so. Uh, what about pro college or pro basketball? We got any basketball well, notes we want to do? In the pros, we had we had Russell Westbrook going back home this week, or going back to his old team. Uh, kind of an interesting showing there, but and then of course the Luca Lebron showdown this last you know last week again. Mm-hmm. Luca Luca Lebron, we get to that. That's hard to say, Luca Lebron. And yeah, then right. uh, James Harden for the Rockets became the forty fifth player in NBA history to exceed twenty thousand points. He did right. that yesterday. Yep. Yeah, so. and and the team to watch out. Like I said, I mean, Spurs have been climbing in since Lonnie Walker the fourth has been put in the starting lineup. They blew out the Celtics the other count- night. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, you can't yep. count them since Lonnie Walker has been put in. Milwaukee still dominating, but college. I'll tell you, college basketball, man, it's been it's been crazy this year. San Diego State's still on their winning streak. Uh, you know, they'll they'll probably. I mean, Mountain West is a decent conference, but and then. Of course, we still haven't had a. I mean, a, we didn't have a number one lose. Gonzaga's probably not going to lose. The only way, maybe St. Mary's, maybe BYU, because in that yeah. conference, that's about it. No, in, the, in, in that West conference, Coast. they have a pretty much cakewalk. So, well, well you know, I mean, St. Mary's, St. Mary's can give them a game, and maybe BYU. And uh, I mean, San Diego just, just State a, has. Just San an Diego example State of has, conference play, the way conference play can can be. BC beat yeah. Virginia the other night at home. And then they play in Georgia Tech at home, and you say, oh, okay, well, Georgia Tech's not as good as they are, right? No, well, Georgia Tech came in here and killed but them. Sir, That's conference play for Syracuse, it. But then Syracuse yesterday turned around and beat Virginia, so is they Virginia did. really Syracuse as good? Syracuse has been struggling. Yeah, Syracuse yep. has been and struggling. remember, Virginia was a top team, and they were, they're were they down to number 18, and they may fall out of the they they may fall out of the top 25. But like San Diego State and the Mountain West, I mean, Mountain West, they'll have some challenges. Nevada and some other schools. But, I mean, yesterday, I mean, you have some big, I mean, some history. It was number four, number three, not a big upset, but the fact that Baylor took down Kansas in Allen Fieldhouse. I mean, 28-game win streak. Yep. 28-game win streak. Uh, Ohio State, they were up. I mean, Indiana just, I mean, Ohio State's been hitting the slide there. Four in a row. Indiana, Bills, Hoosiers. They took them down yesterday. I mean, and then and then was, Purdue took out Michigan State today. They blew out Michigan State by about thirty points today. West Virginia, Texas Tech, a pretty good battle, seventeen and twenty-two. But I'll tell you today, the Wichita State yep. UConn, the the America Conference. You need to watch. You need to watch that conference. It was a double overtime. Double overtime and took you right up to the football. If you wanted to watch one basketball game and get right up to the football game, that was the one. It took yes, you right to three. It went right East. there, and you know, and yep. Wichita. I mean, Wichita State's for real this year. There, yeah, they're good. They're, they're getting good. In, and that whole America. I mean, Houston. Houston finally making it back after five slam jam. I mean, really the first one. I mean, finally getting some winning teams. They haven't really had that much since the five slam jam era. Memphis, Cincinnati, Temple. I mean, yes, they. It's an interesting year. We'll start getting more into college basketball yep. as we get closer. But I mean, it's it's pretty interesting. But like I said, and you know, but not a whole lot else going on. We I believe it's still twenty eight seventeen Green Bay right now. Okay. Well, as I said, they could stop scoring now. I'll I'll get all my points. We're in the fourth quarter. We are in the fourth quarter now. So So I think, uh, Sean, it sounds like, Perry, we got anything, any hands or anything we need to do? No. We do not. All right. So uh, do your wrap-up, Sean. Well, folks, uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. 
And like I said, uh, this if you would like to leave us any feedback at any time, 800-693-0595, option two, or you can listen to the podcast, 773-572-3006, option seven is the coffee club, option eight is all Things Radio, Option 9, Sports Times Live. And Bill's got some old-time radio up on Option 3. Check that out also. That's another good one. And you can leave you can leave comments over there also. That's a good place. And when you're listening over there, you can hang up, call back in, hit the option you were listening to, and just continue listening from where you left off. And you can rewind by hitting 7, pause, 8, and 9, fast forward. But also, you can download the podcast individually just by typing in Sports Times Live very soon. Uh, Sometime this week, you'll be able to type in Sports Matters Live and we'll deliver it to your podcatcher. Or you can go to legendoldies.com and get uh, the, you can get it, uh, Sports Matters Live, this edition, whatever week you want to listen to. Any, you know, check them all out, just like you can for Coffee Club and All Things Radio. Remember, uh, we will be back next week during the game. And thank you all for. Hey, I know yep, the game. We will know the AFC participant in the Super Bowl, and it will be a new one. Remember, Kansas City hasn't been there since 1970, 69, 70, and Tennessee since 99, 2000. Hey, we so we, we could very easily have a rematch of Super Bowl one. We could. We could. That's yeah. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But anyway, so everybody we'll have see a good week. week. We'll talk to you guys later.